Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker. And, I mean, we appreciate you joining us today. Let me just tell you, a lot's still happening. If you haven't heard the news, the Titans have had several players and staffers test positive for COVID-19. It has put things in jeopardy as to when the Titans are supposed to be playing the Steelers for this upcoming week. And we're going to get into that. We are going to talk a little bit about the Steelers just game planning because that game is likely to happen either Monday or Tuesday. But we are still receiving news as it comes in. A lot is still expected to be announced. We'll try to get you as updated as possible. But before we get started, I want to ask, do you believe? At this time, I'd like to tell you about betonline.ag. The wait is finally over and football is back. And while you might not be at the game, you can still get in on all the action at BetOnline. You know, I was kind of curious what the line was going to be for the Titans-Steelers game, but that line's not out yet because of the postponement of the game. But hey, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So. To give you the three things you need to know that have happened for the Titans over the course of the last week. Number three, Titans kicker Steven Goskowski was named the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week, and rightfully so. Goskowski was 6 of 6 for the day in the 31-30 win over the Minnesota Vikings, including the game-winning field goal. In that game, Goskowski made kicks of 30, 31, 39, 51, 54, and 55 yards, the 55-yarder being the game winner. So things have definitely changed for the Titans' special teams from what we saw in Week 1. Number two, the Titans have had four players test positive for COVID, including five staffers. Now, of the three initial Titans to test positive for COVID, we have long snapper Bo Brinkley, nose tackle Daquan Jones, and practice squad tight end Tommy Hudson. No relation as far as I'm known. But then on Wednesday morning, it was announced that outside linebacker Kamala Correa was the fourth member to have tested positive for COVID-19. They have not released the names of the staffers to have tested positive. The Titans will continue to test daily. So we could see numbers still increase there. Number one, the Titans-Steelers game, which was originally scheduled for Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern in Nashville, Tennessee, was going to be the first game that fans were allowed to attend, has been postponed. The NFL has not yet set a date as to when that game will be played, but all indications are it will either be Monday or Tuesday. The last bit of news that I have heard was that the CBS crew was being informed to be ready for Monday, but there is no official word on that. 
I would be all for another Monday night football game for the Titans. But as I said, it is a situation that is still ongoing. New developments continue to come in. So we just have to sit back and wait. Denard and I are going to talk a little bit more about what is happening, kind of how the Titans are preparing because they are not able to be in the facilities right now. Everything is going virtual, kind of like we did for most of the offseason. But Coach Vrabel has said that we're not making any excuses. We'll play whoever, whenever, and it looks as though we'll find out about that here soon. But at this time, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Denard, and we're going to try to sort through all of this. So, Denard, whew, things right now, still a lot to be determined, still more information coming in. But as mentioned just earlier to start off the show and the three things you need to know, the Titans dealing with this COVID-19 situation, it is the first for the NFL. And so really there's no precedent put in place as to how the NFL will address it. There are certain protocols as far as what the players and the coaching staff, really just anyone with the organization now has to abide by since we have had multiple positive COVID-19 tests. But right now, everything's just still kind of coming in. They've not even set the date for the game. There is a chance, based off reports with people within the NFL, that the game could be played on Monday, could be played on Tuesday. Right now, if I had to guess, if there are no more positive tests to come out of this, the game will be played Monday night. Not even sure what time they're going to try to do that right now. The Packers and the Falcons are scheduled to play for Monday night football, but looks as though there could be two games taking place. They will have a way in which that game is televised, so fans will be able to see it. CBS should still have the rights. I heard there is a chance it could be on ESPN, but like I said, a lot just still not known for certain. But Denard, when you first kind of heard the news that the Titans had this, we'll say, mini outbreak, what was going through your head? I mean, as far as getting things going with the season and just moving forward after hearing everything. Well, I actually did a uh, talk show yesterday about this, and we talked about, you know, how does a league respond now that you've had your first team being the Tennessee Titans, probably the most hottest team in football right now. They're playing well. They're playing better than anybody else in this league. And now you got multiple guys that have been hit with this COVID-19. Now how would the league respond? We saw that in baseball. Everything was going smoothly until what we start having those positive tests and then we saw where the league actually major league baseball actually shut down for a while okay and then they picked up again and then you start having more guys that got positive tests so the question is is right now we're sitting here trying to game plan or say well this is what we think is the keys to winning the game when we don't even know who uh, has been you know who's been hit with this virus. And then, so how, how do we know it's not Ryan Tannehill, you know, at the quarterback position? How do we know that it's not one of the key signal callers that, you know, and unfortunately got hit with this virus? How do we know it's, it's not uh, Corey Davis? So we're basically right now clueless as to what's going on, because right now we know one thing for sure, that if they do decide to play Monday, who's going to be the starting line? What's going to be the starting lineup? What's going to be the depth chart? We have no idea right now. So how do you really prepare for something that you don't know nothing about? Well, the practice squad was expanded so that they could pull players up off of that. But, I mean, it's one of those things to where I think if you see 
more tests come out, I'm not exactly sure on the number of players you have to have had test positive before they will say, all right, there's just too many positive cases. Right. We can't let them uh, play against the Steelers. Just do the chance that uh, spread might occur. Now the Vikings have also all been tested. They have had zero positive cases as of this moment. They are still shutting down their facilities because as we know, the incubation period can be several days. So right. we got to get past a certain timeline and until everything's able to go back in place for them. And they have a game this week against the Houston Texans. Now, as far as what's going to happen as it relates to when players can get back, because I know a lot of people are asking that. So it's like, well, all right, well, yeah, we might, even if we play the Steelers this week, what does that mean moving forward? What's the timeline? Right. So whenever it comes to a return to a facility, and remember the NFL established the three-week IR, and you can be right. on the COVID-slash-reserve COVID list, but right. there are a couple of players, I'm not sure which, that have experienced some symptoms. There are also some that are asymptomatic. Now, according to the NFL and the NFLPA, Following a positive test, but the player is asymptomatic, 10 days have passed since the initial positive test, or five days have passed since the initial positive test, and the player receives two consecutive negative PCR virus tests at least 24 hours apart within that five-day period. If that happens, the player then has to get clearance from the club's head team physician, and then they may return to the facility to continue practicing and being amongst the other members there. Now, if it is following a positive test, but the player is symptomatic, at least 10 days have had to have passed since symptoms first appeared, and at least 72 hours have passed since last experienced symptoms, clearance from the club's head team physician. Now, I haven't talked about this on the show, but back in August, I tested positive for COVID-19. I had some minor symptoms. As it relates to kind of clearance here, I mean, I lost my smell and taste for close to two weeks and that technically doesn't necessarily fall under the category of a, a symptom that you have to be cleared from but they're talking more of your typical flu-like symptoms is what you have right. to no longer be experiencing before you can come back and i mean it just goes with this virus everyone experiences it a little differently right. that's for what me, i was about to say yeah for me it was a situation where it seemed like every day i had a little different symptom but nothing was ever super bad. Like it was, I wasn't in a situation where honestly the worst part for me was just being in isolation for so long. Yeah. It just kind of got to me mentally, but we're, we're waiting to see if more tests come back for the Titans, which can lead to when things are determined more for the schedule right. moving forward. And Denard, I guess the question I have to you is that we start to kind of get into this from a game standpoint. Obviously, not practicing is going to put you at a disadvantage compared to a team that is practicing. Whenever you look at gearing up for a week of practice heading into a game, just think about having to not be in person and trying to get all that information across. What are the players and the coaches likely going through right now as the Titans prepare for the Steelers? They're going through a lot. You know, this is hard. You know, let's just be honest. We saw this where when they started the initial camps and they started to try to get everything going again, they were doing everything virtually. 
that's hard to really simulate uh, virtually and being in person. Okay, so there's a lot of things that yeah we can talk about online. I mean, but listen, you need to be there in person. It's hard to go on a practice field and simulate what you're going to see from the Steelers by sitting at your house you know, basically just trying to go through the motion. That's tough. Right now, guys are just getting acclimated. They're just, they're, they're just now uh, getting a chance to get going, get their feet wet a little bit. They're getting a chance to really get up to what I call gang-like tempo because they've had the chance to practice for the last two or three weeks, you know, and, and, and as far as like, like a game simulation, it's hard to simulate the game speed. You know, you can't just do that. That's like me right now trying to say, Okay, listen, I got some symptoms right now. I'm asymptomatic. So I'm still waiting on, you know, what's going to happen, you know, with my test. So while the guys, some, you got guys out there say, I'm a cornerback and you got Malcolm Butler and Christian Fulton and Jonathan Joseph, those guys are taking the reps and I'm not, it's going to be hard for me to get out there and say if the game is Monday, you know, and not and say, I'm going to go practice what Sunday. That's not going to cut it. It's going to be hard. That's the thing about it is, is how do you get your... I understand that 90% of this game is mental, but if you're not out there taking the physical reps, it's tough. It's tough. You need that practice. You need that time. And right now, today is Wednesday. So now you're starting to see coaches are implementing a game plan. They do that on Tuesdays, but you can't do that right now because they're not, everything is done virtually. So it's hard right now. This is going to be, this is going to be a tough task for a team right now that's just gelling that's really developing continuity over the last few weeks. And now everything has to stop. So this can really hurt a team. So right now it's kind of like I was, when I was preparing for the test, I'm kind of asking myself, how would I respond as a player? I don't know because I'm not in the building right now. I can't go over there. I can't get that personal interaction. Even though we are social distancing in meetings, I'm still in the meeting. I'm still there physically. I'm not on the field today. It's Wednesday. I need to work on getting ready for Juju Smith-Schuster. I need to get ready for guys like James Conner. I need to get ready for a physical uh, match with a really great team that's playing just like we are. But I can't do that. I can't simulate um, practice speed sitting at my house. So right now, if you're the Tennessee Titans right now, you're in limbo. I mean, right now you're saying, listen, we're not going to let this be. It, it is a distraction. Let's just be honest. It is a distraction. But again. The thing about pros is they're able to work through it. We're talking about Steven Gakowski. You remember we talked about him getting into like a game type of mode? Remember when he first came in, he missed all those kicks? And I said, what is he going to do? He's going to go into work on Tuesday, his day off. He's going to do the little thing. He's going to work on his mechanics. Who's to say it's not Steven Gakowski? What do you do? What if you do it if, it, if it's your best player right now who's playing lights out? You know, and when you, when you really start playing well, one of the things you want to do, you want to keep going. You don't want no distraction. You don't want no injury because it just knocks it knocks out everything that you're trying to do. So again, right now, everything's in limbo with this team because we don't even know who's positive or who's not. I mean, think about it. What what if it's um, you know, Jayon? What if it's Rush, you know, Rashawn, your Sigma callers, the guys that are getting you lined up? It's gonna be tough. Whenever it relates to kind of how this transmission takes place. Obviously, no one exactly knows. It's one of those things to where, one, no one's to blame. I mean, it's a, it's a type of virus right. that you have no clue if you're really spreading it or not. And so it's, it's something that we knew was inevitable, and the NFL had prepared, like, hey, this is going to happen. It's just 
it's kind of a big deal because this is the first time it has happened. And so how the NFL is investigating, or not investigating, but figuring out what to do next is where a lot of the attention and just intrigue is coming from. With with the Titans, yeah, after you saw maybe a position coach have it, you're thinking, well, he's in contact more with certain posi- like his position group. And so after you saw, like, all right, well, Shane Bowen had it. Now Kamala Correa has it. It's like, all right, do we have more of our edge rushers? Which, whenever you're looking at this team, that's like on the defense, the side that you can afford to lose help at the least whenever you're looking at the depth there. And and we just don't know. Now, I'm not sure with the outbreak like this if they're going to actually test the players on Sunday. They haven't been testing on game days beforehand. Uh, they test before on Saturday. But whenever the Titans had tested everybody Saturday, they were all clear to go to many, uh, to play in Minnesota. So that wasn't an issue, and the Titans abided by what the rules were. So there's, there's no issue there. And I saw a couple of people that were talking about, like, well, is there a chance the Titans have to forfeit? The NFL's never declared a forfeit in over 100 years of play. I do not expect that to happen now, especially whenever they knew something like this could happen. The only situation I can see that is if the Titans, like, were trying to spread the virus around each other and were, like, criminally negligent in how they handled it, which there's no evidence whatsoever that that is the case. But, yeah, it's just the situation. We just don't have a ton of information on how things are going to go. We're going to be playing down some players. You still got to go out there, try and make plays. Hopefully, it's one of those things where you're not missing too many guys, and this isn't a problem that is a long-term thing to where it kind of stymies the team and they struggle for a little bit. But Denard, looking ahead to the Steelers, and I know it's it's really hard to kind of preface the Titans and what they plan their their plan of attack is going to be, not knowing which resources they will have at their disposal and which they won't. Um, quick update: uh, Taylor Lewan, he did not have a serious injury. He could still miss the game whenever they play the Steelers, but based off initial reports, I still haven't seen anything official. I just know that it was deemed not a serious injury, and he should be back rather soon. Again, not sure if that's this week, next week, or the week after, but it shouldn't be an injury that keeps him out for a long period of time. But when we're looking to what the Titans need to do in order to beat the Steelers, what are you seeing that's going to have to happen for the Titans to come out with a victory whenever it is they do play this team, assuming it is within the next five to six days? Well, let me just say this. Everything with that team, when I'm talking about Pittsburgh, this is a team that is loaded with talent, and this is a team right now, they're just gelling. When I think about Tennessee, they're a mirror, they're a mirror image of Pittsburgh. They're literally like the same. When you talk about Ryan Tannehill, you got to talk about Ben Roethlisberger. He's playing lights out right now. He's playing. It's like he's he's found the fountain of youth, and he's got those great receivers. You're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster, who's an emerging star in this league. We talk about you know Deontay Johnson. You talk about James Washington. I've been loving him since he was at Oklahoma State. This is a team that is lighting it up right now on offense. They're they're just now really coming into their groove. And Big Ben is playing like he's never played before. He had a chance last year. He was injured. He's coming back this year. It looked like with vengeance. And so right now, we talk about Tennessee secondary, how they played last week. They can't play 
like they played against Minnesota and expect to win this game. We're talking about a Dory coming back this week, so that might add uh, another element that's going to help that secondary. But they got to show up, you know, and it doesn't matter who's back there. You got to play big. So right now, again, we don't know who's going to line up. We don't know if there's going to be starters. We don't. We we have no clue. But in order to win this game, they have they have to be consistent in the back half because you know Pittsburgh's going to throw the ball. They got some really great receivers, and then not to mention a stud tight end in Eric Ebron. He's playing great. They got a great offensive line. I mean, these are two teams that basically they're, they're just equal. There's parity right between you. There's no disparity uh, with these two units, and that's really scary. And then you look at the defensive side of the ball with Pittsburgh. They got probably the best secondary in the National Football League, and it starts with Minka Fitzpatrick. He is the catalyst on that defense along with Devin Bush. Those are not only two young players, those are two emerging stars that, at least in my opinion, they have the opportunity one day, the way that they're playing, to put a gold jacket on their back one day. That's how good these two guys are. So right now, this defense, along with Cameron Hayward, they're playing lights out on the defensive side of the ball. And what is their, their number one objective, and one of the things they always do well, they stop the run. So you know if you dare this week, it's really going to be tough. And that, that offensive line for Tennessee, they have got to play as physical as they played all year because this team is all about physicality. And that's what this game is going to come down. It's going to come down to the trenches. That's the way it's always been in this rivalry. And when I say rivalry, this game dates back to when I used to play Pittsburgh. It was one way and one way only. It's physical. Jeff Fisher always said when we play Pittsburgh, it's Pittsburgh week. Buckle up your chin strap. It's going to be a fight. Buckle up your chin strap. It is going to be some elbows throwing. This is the way these two teams are. So, again, special teams. It might come down to Steven again because, listen, when you got two teams that are well-matched, they're equal. When I said before, there's no disparity on either units. Again, it might come down to the leg of Steven. Steven might have to be the X factor this week in getting and getting a victory for this Tennessee team. And last but not least, let me say this. We don't know who's going to play. So if you're a young player, you're on the practice squad, and you're coming up, you got to show up. We know what we're going to get from Pittsburgh. They're going to have their starters. We just don't know what we're going to get from Tennessee. So whoever they plug in there this week, they have got to be ready. They have got to be hitting on all cylinders. Because if not, this game could get out of hand. So that's the key. Who's going to step up in the absence of the players that might not play this week? So, hey, let's cross our fingers and hope it's not a lot, especially your starters. But as of right now, me and you, we don't have a clue. So, again, to the young players that's going to get a chance this week, hey, this is your time to shine. Ball out. Denard, it's, it's just one of those things to where hopefully they're able to scheme up some really good plays. I know they're not going to be able to really practice them, so I don't know if if that's one of the things where you see the coaching staff try to get trick, get some trickery in there, or if they just try to keep it more vanilla just since they're not really having the opportunity to work. Now, with the game being pushed back, and it's kind of the, the, the final thought as we wrap up, it looks as though the earliest the Titans can be back in the facilities is Saturday, and so they might try to just go pretty hard on implementing stuff then. You got Sunday, and then if they... I know Sunday, if they're playing Monday, then Sunday's likely a walkthrough. 
but how do they try to change things up just to be as prepared as possible, being at such a disadvantage whenever it comes to the prep stages of, of preparing for the game against the Steelers? We just don't know, but we will try to keep you updated. We are looking to have a crossover edition with the Believe in Steelers crew, and we'll get to talk to them a little bit more. We'll have that posted for you all on the site, but just stay tuned. There will be more information to come. We'll continue to tweet out updates as we get them. You can follow Denard at Denard underscore Walker. You can follow me at Davey underscore Hudson. And you can follow the site at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Titans, T-I-T-A-N-S, on Twitter. And we'll keep you updated as new information comes in. But that is going to wrap it up for us here. We hope you all have a great day. We hope you all stay safe, and we hope you are able to watch the Titans here soon as they get ready to face off against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But for Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.